We are continuing our look at the book of Hebrews, and uh, what we're doing right now for the present, uh, we're, we're going through the book, and we're finding a repetitive word that we have seen that is repeated over and over again, uh, and, uh, and that's the word better. And the writer of Hebrews is trying to get the, those who read to understand that God has got something far better, amen, through the New Testament plan of salvation, amen, uh, that the old covenant didn't even come close to, amen. And uh, <coughs> we started out talking about uh, Jesus himself being better than the angels. And then we went from there and we talked about a better hope. Uh, we found where it was talking about a better hope. Tonight we're going to be talking about a better testament. A better testament. And uh, I have included um, some review questions on the back. Um as I've been doing through this so far to kind of help you, uh, I want you to retain as much as this as possible as we go go through it. Uh, and we're just going to see what he says tonight about Testament. Hebrews chapter 7, and we're going to read first verses 22 through 25 for our, our scripture reference tonight. And this is what it reads like. By so much was Jesus made a surety of a better testament. And they truly were many priests because they were not suffered to continue by reason of death. But this man, because he continueth ever, hath an unchangeable priesthood. Now we're talking about the man Christ Jesus is who we're talking about here. Wherefore, he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come to God, unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for them. My, my, my. I heard one preacher preach on that one time. He titled his message, From the Guttermost to the Othermost. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know how many feels like it. You were probably down in the gutter when the Lord came your way, lifted you up. I have heard that it was said uh, that Dwight Moody, walking in the streets of Chicago, Years ago, walked down through Skid Row where the, uh, uh, the winos would literally be laying uh, on the sidewalks and then, uh, uh, and then the gutters of the street. <clears throat> and I heard that it was said, spoken by him as he saw one man laying there. He said, there lies Dwight L. Moody, but by the grace of God. None of us, church, have any reason to get too prideful. 
Amen. Because we were all at one time without God. And sin is sin. It don't make no difference what kind of sin you were caught up in. Amen. There are some people like to harp on somebody else's sin. But guess what? Your sin is just as bad. Sin is sin. We all need grace. We all need forgiveness. So we have no reason to try to come heavy down on somebody else and, uh, because uh, God has done something special for us all. Now in this lesson, <coughs> we see where the writer talks about a better testament. Now it is vital that we understand the meaning of testament. So before we begin to break anything else down, I want to make sure that we understand the meaning of this word is found in, in the new uh, in the scriptures. Uh, it said that by so much was Jesus made a surety of a better testament. Now that is the original King James uh, wording. Well, everybody everybody says original, um, but uh, I. Uh, I blow some. I have blowed some people's mind. Uh, I had. I have had some get on me occasionally because um, you know um, I make use mainly of the of what is known as the New King James, and uh, uh, um, people who don't understand how that the translations come about uh, will say, "Oh no, you know it, it, if." King James was good enough for Paul, was good enough for me. <laughs> uh, I, heard, I hate to burst your bubble. King James didn't come around to 1611. The apostle Paul died somewhere around 65, 66 A.D. <coughs> so it was a little time lapse there. Um, and this, this one that they call the original... Uh, I've got proof in my office. I can, I can show you that uh, uh, the King James has been revised five times since it originally come out. The new, what is called the New King James Version, is a fifth revision or change, because as time goes on, languages change, and the English language is far different now than what it was in 1611. But uh, just having said that, I want to read this same verse where it said that Jesus was made surety of a better testament. I want to, sh I want to show you there what the New King James Version says, and I got that printed down. It says, By so much more, Jesus has become a surety of a better covenant. Now, the New King James, instead of using the word testament, uses covenant. And then I've got one more, and um, I'm going to tell Sister Darlene, go ahead and get your amplified out. But if you'll notice, uh, uh, there's one more translation, uh, and uh, BBE, I don't forgot what that is, uh, 
Another translation, I've got a Bible back there in my office. It's got a total of 26 different translations in it. <coughs> but um, by so much, that is a better agreement which we have through Jesus. So we got testament, we got covenant, we got agreement. What does the Amplified Version say? You got that? For Hebrews So it uses the word agreement and also covenant also. All right. Yes, that BBC is Bible and basic English. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you may remember some time back. Now this is going, uh, some of you wasn't, uh, wasn't here then. Uh, but some time back I, I talked about the different covenants in the Bible. And um, various covenants found in the scripture. And to refresh your memory, and then for those who maybe wasn't here for those lessons or those that's watching by means of the internet, I want to um, give you this. A covenant is an agreement made between two or more people and is considered binding and legal. It's an agreement between two or more people which is uh, considered binding and legal. Now, we don't have time to get back into all of the covenants, but I'm going to give you one example of a covenant that's found in, in Scripture, and that's in Genesis chapter 9 and verses 8 and 11. And everybody knows this story. And God spake unto Noah, and to his sons with him, saying, And I, behold, I establish my covenant with you. Now remember, you can interchange right there, that covenant. I establish my agreement with you. I establish my testament with you. And with your seed after you. And with every living creature that is with you, the fowl, the cattle, and of every beast of the earth with you, from all that go out of the ark to every beast of the earth. Verse 11, And I will establish my covenant with you, neither shall all flesh be cut off any more by the waters of a flood, neither shall there any more be a flood to destroy the earth. Now that was a covenant that God gave under Noah. And this, um, uh, the covenant made by God under Noah was made between the Creator and all creation. It wasn't just Noah and his family and his children. 
but God made this covenant even with the animals that came out of the ark. Amen. He made this agreement with all the creation that was left that didn't drown in the flood. And let me say this. I still believe what this book says, that there was a worldwide deluge, a flood, and it rose 22 feet taller than the highest mountain on this planet. Amen. And everything was, was killed except for those who was in the ark. <laughs> and you know what? They are finding more and more evidence all the time to prove the flood. Now, they don't want to publicize it too much, but... I pick it up every now and then and find something else, you know. Um, I mean, Lord, Lord, I mean, probably I'm, I'm sure about everybody you, you've heard that they, they, they have found uh, skeletons of, uh, of fish and whales and everything else under the Sahara Desert. And in other parts of the world, layers of mud way down deep. Amen. If God's word says it, folks, we better just go ahead and believe it. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, so this covenant that God made Noah, uh, under Noah was made with all of those who came out of the flood. Um, and the token of that covenant um, was what? the rainbow amen the token of the uh, of the covenant where people could remember that God guarantees something is every time you look in the sky and you see a rainbow you remember that covenant that God made that he said he would no longer destroy all flesh with the flood Somebody said, well, that's, that's good. Well, the, yeah, that, that is good. But what's coming is going to be a lot worse than a flood because this old world is going to be totally renovated by fire. Amen. Now, after God delivered the nation of Israel from Egypt, the law was given, which was a testament to act as a teacher or schoolmaster to bring them to the time of Christ and was never intended to last forever. God never intended for the, uh, the Old Covenant, the Old Testament, the Old Agreement. Uh, it wasn't made with everybody. It was, it, it was basically primary between God and the nation of Israel. God had something better in mind and in store. In fact, and you've been hearing me teach on it a lot recently, uh, God had uh, things in that old law that if, if you look well and you could see well, it points to what he really had planned through the types and through uh, the shadows. And, and let me... Um, let me say this. I didn't have this down, 
And I, I really had, this week is, uh, so far has been a, uh, um, a trying week for me. The last week before school is out for the holidays, uh, we got some schools having final exams and some uh, some don't, and uh, that's always more difficult because when that goes on, I climb on that bus around 5 a.m., and I don't get off to about 5 that night. And uh, I didn't have a whole lot of time, so I didn't get what I didn't get down in this and be able to print out as much as what I wanted. But um, I want to add. So I want to add this. This is something I was going to put in, and uh, there's scripture also to back this up. But let's say when a man is 32 year old. He gets himself a lawyer and he drafts out a last will and testament. That becomes, as we said, it's an agreement that is legal and binding. Amen? Well, let's say, let's say 30 years pass. And a lot has changed in his life after 30 years. And so he goes back to the lawyer and he has another uh, uh, will and testament drawn up because things are changed and different. And let's say two days after he has that done, he dies. Which one of the two wills and testaments that he made is legal and binding and is going to stand in court? The last one. There's a lot of, you know, good folks, and I, and I run into them all the time. Uh, don't, get, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. I, I believe in the old in, in the Old Testament. There is uh, some good things written there. I use it. I teach from it. I preach from it. But the church is not an old covenant church. It's a New Testament church. And Jesus, he didn't he didn't come to do away with the law. He come to fulfill it. And that's one thing he meant when he died. He was hanging on the cross before he died when he said it is finished. Some people take that it is finished and only want to tack it to mean one thing. But that is, that's one. Um, there are several things he meant by that statement, and that was part of it. It was fulfilled. It was fulfilled. Uh, Sister Darlene's mom uh, remarried. Uh, after Mars passed away a, a few years, and um, uh, once you you know she married to moved in the house that he had and and everything and she she lived there and, and all that. Well, this this gentleman had made a uh, a testament several uh, last will and testament several years prior with the children that he had from his previous wife had passed away 
he never did get that changed. And when he passed away, she didn't have nothing. She was put out on the street. Even though she had lived there with him and worked and took care of him and, 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 and all, all that stuff, everything was reverted back to the first will that was made. And uh, what the people in the old Bible, in the old covenant did, they brought the, the blood of bulls and of goats. But Jesus came and he shed his blood, which made a better sacrifice, brother. Hallelujah. And um, the first testament on the, on, on the back of your paper was based on the blood of animals. The better testament was based upon the blood of Christ. The new covenant was better, a better testament, a better covenant, a better agreement, because Christ was the guarantee of the agreement. Hallelujah. If you'll notice in that scripture, it said, By so much was Jesus made a surety. That word surety there is another uh, obsolete old English word. It means guarantee. And a matter of fact, when Sister Darlene read that from uh, the Amplified, she, she read that word guarantee. That's what the word surety means. That's why it's a better covenant, a better testament, because Jesus saying, look, I'm standing here with my blood. I'm the guarantee for this agreement between me and you. Hallelujah. So when the devil comes along, amen, and tries to remind me of my past and say, I can't go to heaven, I can't be right, I can't have a relationship with God because this, 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 and this I used to do, Jesus standing, here's my blood. He's guaranteed. Hallelujah. It's a better testament. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And truly they were many priests because they were not suffered to continue by reason of death. All those priests back under, there, uh, back under that time, they lived 50, 60, 70 years, whatever, and they died. But this man... Jesus, because he continueth ever, hath an unchangeable priesthood. Wherefore, he is able also to save them to the uttermost. Remember the scripture we used the other, other week? These, uh, my, my, my little children, these things I write on you that you sin not, but if you do sin, you got an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. Well, <laughs> He's not here today and gone tomorrow. You ain't going to wake up tomorrow and need an advocate and call on God and find, find out he's dead. <laughs> Hallelujah. The priest that you was under back under the old covenant, you might go to him one day, uh, Brother Douglas, and need him to do something. 
And they out there having his funeral. Hallelujah. Jesus has given us a better agreement because he is forever alive. That's how come he can save us to the othermost. Hallelujah. Man, I love that. Praise the name of the Lord. I, I love that so much. And there's, there, there's much more in this scripture that, that can be brought out that um, I just don't have, have the time to bring it out. I didn't even have the time today to get it all put down. But um, we do have uh, a better testament and uh, a better covenant, a better agreement. Has anybody got any comments or questions about what we talked about? Yes, brother. 